0: Welcome back to the Paper Pencil Podcast, a show where we talk about art and its different fields. Each week, I get to talk to some amazing artists and get to know more about their journey and their craft. If you've been listening to these episodes, you may want to hit the subscribe button and it'll be really cool if you can tell other people about it. I mean, that's my marketing strategy, word of mouth. So coming to today's guest, I am excited because I will get to learn about something new. So last year, I so which is in 2020, I remember coming across this video on YouTube on LinoCut or LinoCut, however you want to pronounce it, or printmaking, right? It looked amazingly cool and I immediately wanted to try it. It reminded me weirdly of school where I used to engrave on my eraser with my compass and then smear some ink onto it and then use it as a stamp. Well, this was way more intricate and beautiful. And so earlier this year, when I found out about Samidha, who was today's guest, I was immediately attracted to her work. She's an illustrator, comic artist and printmaker, mainly creating children's books. She is a trained animator and loves visual storytelling. Uh, she's lucky enough to work from a studio surrounded by farms based out of Ahmednagar in Maharashtra. And I cannot wait to know more about printmaking from her. So, Samida, welcome to the show. Hi, Swar.
1: Thanks for having me on your show.
0: Sure, sure. I'm glad you could make it. And I'm excited, as I told you before the recording as well, because I would love to know more about printmaking. So, uh, you know what, without any further ado, let's quickly get into this whole conversation. So, uh, why don't you take me through your journey, where let's say, where it all began and like, till here, the whole uh, journey so far. Yeah,
2: uh,
1: so, about my journey, it actually began, like, my journey you know about Linocart or about illustration? because so it's let's,
0: like, let's talk about art in general and then okay, you came to Linocart. Okay. So let's, let's so start. I was always, that.
1: Okay, so I was always interested in art. As a child, I I found myself drawing like most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, even in school, I was the that odd kid like who instead of studying, who keeps like drawing on everyone's notebook. Right. So I was that that kind of a kid, and obviously a loner because I was not like as um, scholar as everyone else. But that never bothered me actually. But like yeah. So um, after my twelfth, I was supposed to be a doctor because my family background is like my parents Mm -hmm. are doctor. Yeah, we Uh, have a hospital. So it was a very obvious obvious thing that. And being a single child, I was like, supposed to be like, everyone still thinks that I'm a doctor. (laughs) So, um, when it was like, uh, I was about to choose the streams, I thought I'll keep one option of architecture because it's it's Hmm. like, more creative. Hmm. And um, then after that, I got into architecture. Mm-hmm. And and from there i guess my journey started like more towards like visual thinking uh, so architecture really helped me like build my uh, basics of drawing like line quality perspective uh, 3d visualization right. i really give like credit to my architectural training like where i really like got to brush up my uh, basic skills very good for after, architecture so i did architecture from pune Okay. BNCA.
2: BNCA, okay. Yeah.
1: And then uh, after architecture, uh, I wanted to do masters. So I had two options either MArch or Master in Design. So
2: right. this, huh?
1: I, I was more inclined towards design than the construction part. So yeah. I gave both the entrance, like gate and seed, and I cracked both. And then I, I, I had to choose whether I want to go to urban or town planning, that may like mainstream architecture or design. So I chose design and then I got into IDC.
0: Oh, you were in IDC? So,
1: yeah, but yeah. I didn't get into IDC at my first, though okay. my rank was 10th in seed, oh. but I didn't get through uh, IDC. I failed interview <laughs> because I had nothing to show. Everything I had is like from architecture background and I right. applied for animation. So right. I had nothing as a portfolio. And I what I did, I went back to Pune. I, I, I started like working with an uh, faculty, like architect faculty. I worked part-time mm-hmm. and I also joined the animation, 3D animation course so that I can decide whether I really want to do... Hmm. Design or architecture. So hmm. one year I spent like that and then I decided I I only want to do animation. And then next year, uh, when I appeared for a interview, I actually knew what to say. Ah
2: right. And so you had content.
1: Luckily, yeah, and luckily or like whatever you may call it, the 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 faculty who was interviewing me they they actually remembered what I showed like previous year oh. so they asked me only one question tell us what you did for end here nice and then I told them like what I did and then still I had no hope because I was like what will happen I'm like, right. definitely it will be admission hoga. but then I got right. and then I got it and nice. I got into IDC and then that's where actual journey started hmm. again after IDC I was like more inclined towards doing independent animation films, mm. but then uh, after the after my design degree show, I got a chance to work on a children' okay. book okay and that is where i my journey as an illustrator started nice by the end of first book I was doing for scholastic the the, the,
0: the scholastic uh, nice
1: <laughs> yes I started with scholastic it was a personalized mm-hmm. series. And then they asked me for three more books. Hmm. And then suddenly I was like illustrator of four books. Nice. <laughs> Next two years. Uh, I had no background on illustration, but then I slowly like picked up. Hmm. And what process was similar, like storyboarding, it was wow. similar to animation. So it was not very tough, but then. ho yeah. And then I started applying for other publishers, like see if they want Need mm. to do anything, and that is how I started mm. as an illustrator. And then for last ten years, I have been working as an illustrator, sometimes animator and comic artist. I have illustrated few comics for uh, educational books. Mm. I'm also working on one hundred page comic book. Then I got a chance to work on a graphic novel, but because oh, of some reason, yeah, because of some like inevitable reasons. The It was US based uh, mm. publisher, but because of some reason they have to stall the project, but never mind. It was okay. a great experience though, working okay. on it. And yeah, so um, on about three years ago, when I moved, so I was uh, previously, I was living in Mumbai, then I, then I moved back to Pune. I was teaching at Symbiosis for two and a half years, oh. uh, Symbiosis Design. Hmm. And then after that, it be, it started becoming too hectic, like freelancing and then full time teaching. It was too hectic, so I have to like choose one. Right. And I chose freelancing for of a time, course. like right. because it was too it was too much at that time. Hmm. And then um, I got pregnant, and then we moved to like my hometown. Hmm. And then we decided to stay there. So that is how I live on the farm. Right and have a studio like small studio which is surrounded by farm and when I moved here um, before that I was looking for so I came across this lino Card technique like few years back Mm -hmm. Uh, someone said someone said to me that your style is like so um, when I illustrate for myself when I draw for myself I use very bold lines, like very sharp, bold lines. And that person said, your line quality is very much similar to linocut. So I said, okay, but I I have no clue what is linocut. Then I started researching, looking for uh, details, like what it is. So Mm -hmm. my first impression was like, it's something similar to woodcut. Like, must be very difficult to do. Because woodcut is like really intimidating if you just look like other artists it's frightening (laughs) so I was looking for this linoleum um, material like tools and materials and for years like almost for two years I was looking for it Mm -hmm. and it was available on amazon.com but not on dot so what I did I just like added those two three tools and sheets to my uh, wish list Mm-hmm. And then I moved to uh, my hometown. One day, suddenly I got that uh, notification, notification that this is this is available, like on Amazon. In,
2: in. oh, so, nice.
1: Yeah. So I have to order it, and without thinking anything, I just ordered like two sheets of linoleum mm-hmm. and one tool set. I had no clue how to use. And right. It came, and I opened that tool ka box huh. and got a deep cut in my. because I had no clue how to use it it's it's very sharp it's very different than what you think it could be then I I, I thought like let's not just like try it like that let's start looking at other artists like my my mentor used to say that even for drawing if you you keep looking at others work not like appreciating their work but see how they hold the pen how their brush a stroke is how they draw the line, Where 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 is the pressure, where is the like... So, you have, you need to observe things. And I started doing that. So, I was new to Instagram, but then I found so many artists from abroad who were sharing their process, like right. not saying right. things aloud,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: just looking at mm-hmm. their like movement, how they carve, what tools they have. And then I started like going back and checking those tools right. online. Yes, okay. right which tools are there fir unke hashtags dekho unhone kis company ko tag kiya hai wo dekho aur nice. uh-huh. message karke dekho and some, sometimes they are really uh, generous and uh, good and they tell you like mila, mm-hmm. how to source them or how to use them I chote chote tips milte re then I, start, I slowly started like carving my own stamps like chote chote Pele pele bots are mistakes, who mishaps, who I suddenly like started yes, doing right. fine work. But once I got hang of it, then it was like just a practice, like being consistent. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that I do something like
2: mm-hmm. every
1: week or like after two, three days. Like I keep doing something related to Linux. And that is how my line oh. quality of Linux has cut. improved. Like mm-hmm. now I know how to use the tools. And I started experimenting with different linoleum sheets. Right. So there is wide variety of sheets.
0: Are there are hard and soft. And I think there are
1: yeah, multiple. Yeah, hard, soft. This, right? uh, and uh, the one grey colour sheet that mm-hmm. comes, which is SD, that is made out of linseed oil, okay. which is decomposed. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, But the problem is like it has very less shelf life. And also gives very less like if you compare to like other artificial uh, materials, they are more durable Mm -hmm. and washable. So so there are like so many differences in uh, uh, advantages and disadvantages of different materials. So I started using them, uh, them and started learning like things on my own like which one to use for which kind of effect, how much detailing I need to do and which sheet to use again availability is the next issue like once i get hang of one kind of sheet right and next time i want to order it it's out
2: of
1: so i have to like go with whatever they have they have and then um, someone from chennai uh, asked me whether i would be like interested in taking leno cut workshop and i said mm-hmm. i haven't taken it before but i can try correct and that is how my first workshop uh, happened. So, um, that guy also got some material, and that he knows it was different, which I haven't mm-hmm. never seen before. So, I told him, All right, give me one for sample, I'll try it, and then let's decide whether to like go ahead with that or not. Right. So, that is how like I came across, across different materials. Correct. And I started using that. And yeah, so now. I don't know like everything about Linux, mm-hmm. but I I know enough so that I can work on my like own projects. Like if I want to do something, I can decide which Linux mm-hmm.
2: from where
1: and what tools. So again, for different sheets, different tools are compatible. Oh, okay. Yeah, because sharpness.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so artificial those hard Linos. No? Mm-hmm you can't really carve like very easily like it looks very easy when i post a video it looks like i'm just gliding through the negotiate, uh, <laughs> but it's not that easy like it it takes like it, it really needs of- like a lot of uh, power like in your hand like how to um, like control and a tool for that you really need like a good control on your hand if it
0: slips I, off then there is a very high chance of cutting something right if it let's just yes. slips off there's a big chance of let's say just going and like as you said you have had an accident already when you started it, is, it just takes out
1: chunk of your like oh other actions. so it's always better to like be uh, be quiet and like concentrate so it's, it's not something that you can just do it like anywhere and uh,
2: huh, huh, huh.
1: anytime so you, you, you need to like get into that frame of mind where mm-hmm. you can like really concentrate and Correct, and you also have that
0: technique, right? Where like with one hand you're holding the uh, the, the tool and the other hand mm-hmm. kind of guides the tool, right? That's one of the techniques yes. that I know of, right? And uh, that's that's one of the things I have learned but I've never tried because I don't have access to materials. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so I, I know that because I recently saw on your Instagram that you are again conducting some workshop uh, around this time, yes. correct? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I I would really like to join one of them uh, personally, and I'm being very honest because I really want to learn this. Because right? uh, one of the things I have felt constantly is that see, for the last couple of years. Uh, my art journey has been very digital okay it's been very much of a procreate an ipad and an apple pencil which i love absolutely but then there are those days when you just need to do something with your hand like not with a pencil but something tactile like clay is one thing uh let's say let's say something like a carving is something linocut of course is another right that is something i miss and i want to get into that right so uh, I, so, while you're sharing your story, Samhita, I actually noted down a bunch of things. So, I would like to kind of go back to them and like probably revisit those spaces, right? So, uh, <laughs> first is IDC, right? Of course, now IDC, like right next to the Pawai Lake. I know the campus, I've never been inside, but the campus must be beautiful is what I can imagine. Did you meet uh, Fani Tetali, sir, by any chance? Because he is like well-known in IDC
1: yeah he taught us like as a first batch oh so yeah so uh 2010 i i guess to, so i am from 2009 11 batch and he he joined idc on 2010 i guess
2: okay so he was
1: my mentor and he's Ooh. still my mentor <laughs> so i have
0: so I, so, I, I i you know what uh, ever since i saw uh, his work of course and uh, i don't have a formal background in in, in art right so I, it's kind of a very self made sort of a journey but when i came across his work my god he is amazing he, the way like the ease with which he just fills up a page with crowd that's something which i love about him because he can just take a simple page and make a crowd in that whole thing like crowd of characters i love hmm. this guy, and i have tried to reach out to him to kind of invite him to the podcast but like yeah i i'm pretty sure he's too busy so he he does not respond that often but yeah so he's he's your mentor is it my god you're lucky
1: <laughs> so most of my uh, inspiration and consistency credit goes to him because uh, during my idc time first year i struggled a lot like Internally, because I was from architecture background and most of my classmates were from fine art background. So, for first year, when we started with the assignments, I couldn't draw like many things. And I was like, I can't draw. Like, I can't draw that looks like what it should look like. Like, uh-huh. those beautiful drawings, life drawing, people. And then uh, he and uh, like. Both my mentors were like, I'm really glad to have them. So, uh, for my first project, my mentor suggested, Sumantrao, he suggested instead of like comparing your style with others, why don't you like work with whatever you can draw, the style, simple style. And then uh, after that, I like, I used to always draw for myself, which he saw what I generally draw he said why don't you try this style?" and that is where I started like drawing with my style which was not very great that time but it was different from what everyone else was drawing Mm -hmm. like all the conventional styles and then for my final project degree project um, Fani Ketali was my mentor and he also said Some similar thing that you don't have to think how good others can draw. You are also good. Like there's nothing good or bad. Mm
2: -hmm. Every
1: art is nice until and unless it conveys what you really want to convey. Absolutely. And then he said, um, whatever you draw is good enough. So he also told me that, see, he he is a cartoonist. He's like, I also like, there was a time I struggled drawing things.
2: Uh And
1: then... He is like I developed my own way of drawing. So his cartoon style is also a very unique style. Absolutely, it's not like everyone else. Absolutely. So
2: Absolutely.
1: that is how, like, with small small uh, suggestions and tips, he like it 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 makes like really huge difference. Like it gives you confidence. And he and other one thing that he actually does is like he has this sketchbook. Uh, every time and he keeps drawing If even if he is in classroom if he is in meeting wherever he is you will find him drawing like whenever time get time he will sit right. and draw and that is where my sketchbook ka also comes from that like I right. am very much inspired by that and it helps a lot like it actually helps when you draw like everyday with, mm-hmm. with with consistency and like keep drawing things, you, like, automatically, you start, like, your hand starts, like, uh, drawing, what is there in your, your muscle, ha. it,
2: it ha. starts flowing, right,
1: that that barrier, somewhere, that barrier disappears, and right. for that, you have to, like, keep drawing, like, there is no other shortcut, you can't, like, do anything else, and meditate, and do rituals, <laughs> and stuff. <up. laughs> that that is not going to happen, like, Jokes
2: apart,
1: yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you have to uh, practice what you actually want to do. Achha,
0: tell me yeah. this. Was, you just you just mentioned that uh, you spoke about the style conversation, right? When you went to IDC, you had that whole thing, right? Now tell me this. Uh, because cause you, I'm pretty sure you would know this. We've been around for a while in the art industry and uh, I'm sure you talk to people and I'm pretty sure you would know that that style, how do I get my style is such a big question, right? I won't ask you how to develop a style, but I'll ask you, how do you define style? What, What is style according
1: to you? See, for me, style is like, you can, by looking at that drawing, you can tell like, Who have drawn it? Like if you know, or you can see that pattern. Like if if you look at like four drawings and out of which two are like drawn by one person Mm -hmm. and two are drawn by someone else. So there are many factors like line quality, line consistency, pressure, stroke, then color scheme. So there are many criteria from which you can, I think you can define style but uh, for me it should be like from heart like if
0: uh, something
1: is drawn from heart and soul you can see that person's reflection in the drawing
0: Achha. so in that case so i i know i just told you i won't ask you the question but i will still end up asking so you just said uh drawing from heart and soul now i Absolutely agree with what you said. Now, my question is, how does somebody draw from heart and soul? Because I'm sure there is somebody listening to this podcast right now who's thinking, yeah, but kare kaise? what do you mean? So, Bolna easy, but how do you do that? So, what is your take on that? How do you do that?
1: So, for me, drawing from heart and soul is like drawing without an agenda. It's not oh, for nice. someone. Nice, nice. It's not for someone. It's for yourself. So, if you look at my work, From my sketchbook, it's very different from what I do for client. So when I'm drawing for myself, there is no agenda. I keep exploring, but there is some consistency. Mm -hmm. Like you can, when people say that, oh, we can recognize your style. Uh So... I have this imposter syndrome like major. I can't talk about things that I do. But then when people started saying that, oh, we can recognize your work by your style, then I started exploring, thinking Ki, ye style kaha se aata hai? like right. how how do they like recognize my work? Then uh, maybe eyes, because I, I eyes. draw eyes in, yes. particular in,
0: particular way. Way. in particular
1: If you look at the proportions, head, body proportions, <laughs> that is different. <laughs> And then uh, many people are fascinated that I don't draw mouth, but the expression, like come. what I want to say, is conveyed through that drawing without showing expression through mouth. So this I actually like. Think that yeah, yes, this is like something different from others. Maybe, but there are artists who don't draw like some feature on like facial features some some doesn't some artists don't draw eyes some artists don't draw nose but it doesn't matter when you look at the like art or illustration you don't feel that something is missing from that whole thing right and i think that is where the the heart and soul comes in correct
0: Correct, correct, and I, I like the fact that you said uh, heart and soul means drawing for yourself. I think that, that's also something which I'm constantly realizing that you know, at the end of the day, like no matter how many clients you have, no matter how many projects and commissions you have, at the end of the day, if you're not finding time to draw for yourself, you're losing out. You're totally losing out on your style bolo ki, whatever. You're, you're losing out on a lot of things. I, I so agree to that. Okay. So, IDC. Gaya. Now, another thing about IDC is uh, I wanted to know Um, what, so I know that you came from an architecture background, which I would assume is a little more technical, like too many numbers and geometry and angles and this and that. That's my, that's my assumption from outside, of course, to let's say design and illustration and animation, which I would hope that it is less of numbers and angles and stuff, right? I would hope. So my question to you is uh, what, Uh, did you learn in IDC uh, let's say apart from the whole style and you being confident about yourself from the technical perspective uh, what all did you learn in IDC because let's say if somebody is out there who wants to let's say go to IDC or do an MDIS for that matter masters in design uh, how does that change their life let
1: me tell you when I was in IDC I didn't learn any technique Mm -hmm. I just learned to be myself and express myself Mm -hmm. In IDC, when we were like learning, their main focus was not the technique. Okay. It was a storytelling and expressing. So they, they give you like all the basic knowledge.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, like so so curricular curriculum is changing like every two and three years. Like so I can't really tell like right now what is happening there. But when I was there, it was more like uh, not technical because uh, when we were supposed to choose like uh, medium for our projects we we were like we had full freedom mm-hmm. so they gave us introduction to all the animation um, mediums, techniques you can use like cut out animation, clay animation sand animation 2D, 3D, hand drawn classical, again there are like many types mm-hmm. inside those animation like uh, whether you are using cell uh, animation so there are so many things and so many options available so it was up to us what we want to choose like right. we uh, it was not just like training a person to do a uh, one thing right so all my batchmates who went out they are doing various things they are not just
2: animating animators yeah
1: so uh, in foundation, like two years course, first year was introduction to everything. So we were like uh, free to like choose different electives. Like some chose bamboo
2: mm-hmm.
1: bamboo workshop, some chose a clay workshop, someone uh, went for like more drawing, light drawing. So there were like different options and you can choose depending on your interest and what you really want to explore and learn. So, I think um, IDC taught me like be myself, like more more like exploring my ideas and make them into reality is a very big challenge. Like technique is secondary. Right, Right. You can use different techniques to make it happen. But first you have to have that confidence to confidence and courage to like start doing things.
2: Correct. Correct. You know
1: actually
0: person, complete that. Ha, huh, but you know, as a person who is like again, I and I really miss out on not being like not having gone to an art school. When when I hear about these things, it sounds so fascinating here. There is a world where you can just like okay, let's go to a clay workshop, let's learn clay. I want to figure out this, I go to that workshop and I do this. That just sounds so fascinating for me. This whole Freedom of doing something, no?
2: Yeah.
1: So yes. I think, uh, even NID, like I never, uh-huh. like I didn't go to learn there, but from my uh, friends' experience, like I, I really feel that NID and IDC, like both colleges, they they nurture like creativity. Mm-hmm. They give lots of freedom, like you can keep exploring, mm-hmm. not keep exploring. There are deadlines. You can uh-huh. explore things, but when I was teaching.
0: Ah, same basis, correct. I found
1: that they want us to spoon fill, which we were not spoon-filled. Oh. And we were students, we were not spoon-filled. Right. But nowadays people want like two plus two four anight. Hmm. Hmm. So that equation was not there when I was a student. Hmm. Like I had lots of freedom, and when I'm teaching, I do the same thing. Like I give my students I'm like, I still teach sometimes like as a visiting and I really believe in giving full freedom. Like you decide, your story, your style, all of right. I'll guide you. But you have to like stick to that. Line. Right. And the process you share, like I'll give you feedback, I'll guide you. Step by step, you'll get to and you don't have to like follow one same thing, like subni same hi color ka, same hi pen se same he page pay, same he page ke size pay
2: uh-huh. banana.
1: Hai. If it's a comic, you decide which size. I'll not give you size. I'll not what give different.
0: you size. So Samita, tell me this. So see, from a learner's perspective, like from a student perspective, I find this very liberating. Like the idea to do whatever, kuch bhi karo, choose any medium, I find very liberating. But I would also like to try to step into the shoes of the educator in this case, the trainer, the facilitator, whatever. So would it be difficult? So since you have been a faculty and you still are at times, isn't it difficult to assess at the end of the day? Because at the end of the day, you have to give marks, I'm guessing, right? Because that has to be there from the academic standpoint. How would you be able to mark art which is so subjective because throughout my life i've found it very okay i'll tell you what when i used to go to school and you have these art classes and my teacher used to give me let's say an a plus or an a or a b or whatever i would be like are, based on what are you giving me like this thing or how are you giving my friend a plus and me a because i feel in my eyes this art is so much better than that one so as an educator yeah. how do you do that so in college in and art so, college
1: so uh I'm not saying I'm doing best thing, but when, so recently I took a course and then I gave them full freedom. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. but you okay. have to do things step by step. You have to follow the process.
2: Okay.
1: okay. So if you have a detail style you have to be fast. You ah, cope ah. up with everyone else. Right. If you're doing very simple style, then you have to lay like concentrate on something else. Mm-hmm so uh, iska jo feedback na, i used to give collective feedback like saamne, not okay. one on one okay and then they get they used to like get feedback like points from someone else's feedback also okay. and then you, they used to ask ki, okay madam aapne usko to ye bola but you mere liye apply hoga kya hmm <laughs> hmm hmm like tumhe khud ko pata hai, ki, hai right like, you right. don't have to like I don't have to tell you personally right.
2: and
1: then end of the like course when it comes to the evaluation correct so I keep my uh, evaluation mainly based on process like if you have followed the steps uh. and you have learned from those steps and improved you can see the improvement mm-hmm. on each step. Like the first day, what they have drawn, second day, and after feedback, then collective feedback, then personal feedback. So how, how they, and then you slowly like start um Put
0: boundaries like in
1: molding, not molding, but guiding them towards uh, like one direction.
2: Makes sense. And at
1: the end, everyone had like their own thing and they were really happy and they were like, we we never thought that we could do this.
2: Hmm. Because it was
1: their, it was their dream to do that. Like nice. wild imagination kind of thing. Ki hum ye kareenge, but kareenge, kareenge, they had no <laughs> clue. Nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
2: yeah,
0: the guide was. And then,
1: yeah, and end of the course, they were like super happy. Like, when they said, look, leave final output ka quality of quality final But where you started and where you have reached. Look at that journey. You right. कि have right. I can't teach you everything. But I can give you that small confidence where you can think, okay, I can do this. and Which is, I think, very, very, very important for any student. Right. Like, this is what I have learned from my mentors.
0: Exactly what I was saying. So, exactly what I was thinking that your mentors were kind of telling you the same thing when you were in college. That, yes. That's so true. That's so true. So I, I like the idea you're not uh, evaluating the art you are evaluating the process of that which of course the art can be different the the uh, the subject can be different but the process is the common factor amongst all of them and that is evaluated uh, this, this this makes sense this makes absolute sense So okay. if,
1: if you look at mine ten years back my work and now my work you'll say this is not done same. Mm.
2: like there is
1: huge difference because i I can kept evolving like exploring and practicing and then things change like right. after
2: some time you can see that change right Agreed. Agreed. and that Agreed. gives
1: you like small confidence that yes you can
0: draw this nice nice so tell me this so after your college was over and i i, I if i got you correctly you directly went t- into the freelancing mode you never really went for a proper full-time job is that it
1: So I was always in full time job. So after my IDC, I got placed in an e-learning company and then I left that job, not even completed it for a week. I just left in three, four days because I felt that this is not what I really want to do. It was not like I was placed under a very good title, art director, but the work I was supposed to do was not at all convincing to me. Right, like, as, a, as a creative person, like it was like tuck tuck tuck, do like X Y Z things, and this is the outcome. And I was like, I can't, I don't want to continue. Because once you start getting salary, you start feeling like, to yeah. So I didn't want to do that. So I just like went back to IDC. I told my mentors, "I I don't want to do this job. I'm leaving." So either you give me some other option or I'm going back to my home. I can't do this job because it's it's totally a taking away taking me away from the okay. creative process like what i have learned and molded myself to do mm-hmm. this is telling me to do exactly opposite mm-hmm. which i don't want to and then luckily that time uh, idc had few projects um uh, uh, mhrd projects mm-hmm. uh, dforce was one of that project so they were hiring like few research and design associates so my uh, mentor said, there are chances that we might like get few uh, design associates. Why don't you apply? And then I applied. So I was the first uh, design associate with funny so, Oh So nice. luckily I got to <laughs> learn a few more years from him. So um, 2011, I got passed out and then uh, till two thousand fifteen, like four years, I was working as design associate
2: nice. with
1: Itali. So uh, the project head was Ravi Puvayya. So I, I so we had many plans mm. to create things. So D-Source was mainly uh, like educational uh, and design related website where you can learn things for free. So we were creating content and nice. being from animation background and Pani's uh, mentor. Ani was mentor, so uh, we decided to like create few modules and tutorials on animation mm-hmm. and then illustration. So that is how I started like working on that. Again, he gave me lots of freedom. He never said you have to do this or that.
2: Right.
1: So I used to come up with like topics that people might need to like learn before coming to IDC or in general if they are like somewhere in India, but. Uh, they need to like learn some art and craft or drawing or anything. Is it, is it so that was open a, open a, open yeah, yeah, D-Source. If you, if you Google D-Source, it's, it's a huge like thing
0: What's full of favorite? information. Because I'm sure my listeners may really uh, find it helpful. I'll, I'll
1: share, a, I'll share link
0: with you. Okay. Ha. D-Source See? IDC. Yes. So uh, D-Source.in. dsourc In. Yeah. Hmm. D-Design
1: okay. Source.
0: Design source, yeah, makes sense. I'll, I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. So great. At,
1: so, all the Indian arts and crafts are documented. So many things are like, very nice things are there, like, which you never know. So, I was working on that. So, that was my full-time thing. And then I was doing freelancing as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, after, that was kind after, of a two things happening yeah, for you at the same time.
1: Yeah. And after leaving from IDC, I joined as a faculty uh, in Pune. And then I was full-time faculty. So it was like entire day I used to like be at college, then travel back home. Pune traffic to you? And then in the night, I used to work on my freelance projects. Ha. And then ha. finally, 2017, I left my full-time job and I became full-time freelancer.
0: That, that and I started been, my studios. That must have been a very, I don't know, difficult decision. Is that it?
1: Yeah, it was. It's still a difficult it's still a difficult decision. So, there are like ups and downs.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And there, when there are downs, um, I feel like I should have a full time job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because uh, freelancing is not a stable thing. Like some months you, you have a work to do mm-hmm. and then some months you get paid and then some months <laughs> there is nothing. So, uh, like when I explored Card. Mm-hmm. I started doing Linocut, I realized that I actually needed something apart from drawing because drawing was my like primary mode of expression. Like right. I used to eat drawing, sleep drawing, talk drawing because I I couldn't express myself without drawing. Right. So I think very visually. So I need something that is visually expressive. Right and then when i started lino you know, cutting i i also started exploring like making things mm-hmm. uh like small small figurines out of clay mm-hmm. then i also started fabric printing like i used to mm-hmm. carve lino you know, and print it on fabric
0: i've seen that mickey mouse shirt Now that. i
1: started t- stitching so i i stitch my own clothes now like it's like oh. i'm just like i'm trying new things and it gives lots of it's liberating as well as it gives you lots of confidence that yes you can like if there are no drawing projects i can still survive (laughs) like i have that like small confidence where i can like say okay Mm -hmm. i can do something else but yeah i can do something
0: nice that, that that's really good and and that shows also when i look go through your work or let's say at least on instagram it shows like you're doing so many things for example i got to know about you when i think Anada and you collaborated for the chonky animals and i went to your page looking out for clay figurines and then i go and find out lino cut i'm like Areva. Wow. so that, that that's damn good you're not into just one thing which i really appreciate so now uh let's 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 move towards this side now so now that we are done Thank with the journey you. part of it now let's get into lino right so I find Lino, and I, I know for a fact that before uh, recording, we were talking about the same thing. That in India, I don't know so many Lino cut artists, and uh, I, I don't. I'm sure they are there, but I don't know them. And you are pretty much the only person that I know and I follow on Instagram who is into Lino cut, right? Uh, so, uh, number <laughs> one, do you know of other Lino cut artists in India, like who are also socially active?
1: See, I didn't know any of it before I started Lino cutting because I was following all the artists from abroad.
2: Right. Right.
1: And then then I slowly like I still don't know any like traditional cut artists like mm-hmm. who come from like a fine art background and mm-hmm. now they are like doing cut as a commercial thing right. so I, I i really don't know any of them but uh, while i was exploring i came across this fellow contemporary cut mm-hmm. self-taught enthusiast and then uh, we started following each other then Eventually we met at like, uh, I attended this Gacy Zine Bazaar where uh-huh. I kept uh-huh. some uh-huh. of my products for sale and then I got to meet, meet some other artists who are also exploring linocut. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so this is how like I know very few. There are a few printmaking houses like uh, where you can go learn printmaking, but I don't know. It's very intimidating like even I thought that I'll I'll do some course, some masters or some short course mm-hmm. uh, regarding linocut, and I I actually sat and looked for like all this fine art college whether they provide any course, and I couldn't find any like mm-hmm. where I'll be eligible. One though I'm not eligible because I haven't done fine art. Ah,
2: uh, okay. So the, the
1: the eligibility criteria I find it really weird that for masters you should like, give some. For idc i think that is a positive point uh, you don't have to like be from b des background you can be like so my my batchmates were like engineers doctors architects uh, philosopher like all kind of people were there like with different stories and different mindsets but i don't know this this traditional thing Uh, somewhere it's blocking from others to learn
2: those
0: techniques i absolutely agree because uh, see even i have this feeling from time to time where i even i have done it by the way where i let's say look out for a course or something that i can do and again not online because i don't want to learn art online i want to be there i want to be there in front of everybody just touch and feel the thing and do it right now i have searched a lot for these I don't know maybe let's say two three month courses and I'm, I'm i'm ready to kind of let's say take a sabbatical from my job and spend those <laughs> two three months uh, getting getting a formal guidance which i have clearly missed out in my life right but i i just don't find them here. uh do you know of anything like let's say and i'm sure like a lot of listeners would also be interested in that is there something where let's say people can go to let's say an idc or an nid or something at least and get a two three month ka course where they can let's say figure out something about a particular technique is there is that does it exist in our country?
1: I don't think so. Like, there are no short courses. I said abroad, they do have, like, printmaking uh-huh. courses, short courses, certificate uh-huh. courses, they can go and learn. So, why I actually wanted to learn is because a procre- procuring material is very tough. I like, I, I, I asked all my fine art friends friends from fine art background that okay so they said like oh we have learned this during our fine art and we tried this but it is so difficult and so messy so we never like uh, did it again then how could you do it like i don't like they were like really amazed i get so many messages where they say oh we learned this in our uh, fine art thing but we don't practice it anymore but looking at you we, we are really tempted to or start again, like okay, start again, and then there's nothing from them, like, no one starts, starts it actually. So, I think main issue is like getting material. So, I asked them from where you used to get material. Like, all this art college must have some vendor who is uh, providing material, but there are no, like, I couldn't find anyone. So, least, I don't know why this secrecy is there. Like, I I, I, I still have to like. I like it's it's all um, reverse engineering for me uh-huh. I go to like some person's profile then I look at their work then I look at their tools and their material and then I uh, google about those materials and tools and find out what brand is it it could be like <laughs> visually it looks like similar and then there are like original and duplicate tools also True. like similar looking tools so the Lots of R&D goes behind like all this lino you know, cut thing. Like when when I started, I, so I, I
0: actually don't brand. know any SD huh? is a big, big brand, right? SD because I remember on uh, Amazon whenever I go, I have seen that multi-purpose tool set of SD, which is like the red yeah. handle and multiple heads, right? So uh, that is that good? Is is that a good brand to look at? Uh,
1: so I use so I use like so slowly I. I kept upgrading, I, I kept buying tools
2: mm-hmm. like, um,
1: uh, jitna affordable thaa budget mein uh-huh. utna I kept upgrading. So I use speedball, I use SD, I, I also use local like normal wood carving tools.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh, right.
1: saste wale aate wo. right. Then I recently bought, um, um, EC Leon's tools, it's, it's Swiss. So, there are like different countries who are making really fine tools. Mm-hmm. Then there are T fill I don't know how to pronounce. Mm-hmm. They are the finest tools, but they are super costly. It's like 8 to 10k, one one blade. Oh. And then there are so many like Chinese, uh, Japanese. So, printmaking is a very old technique. And exactly. every like, yeah, So uh, so there are so many tools and then there are micro tools then there are bigger tools depending on how much how, how what is your size of right. artwork so there are so many tools available so to be affordable hai, mere reach mein hai, i keep exploring them hmm. and then again they work best with different materials like you can't use the same tool with every or,
2: material uh, makes sense. So mm-hmm.
1: they have like different sharpness different angles the way you hold those tools is different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Some tools are like, just go like horizontal. Some you have to like, do the scooping actions. So
2: uh-huh.
1: Blades are different. So, it's very tricky. And so, after doing so much of practice, now I know like, which tool, which. So, it, it all like, fits in your brain. Like Once yes. you use them for, for a while. You just get hang of it, and your hand like starts behaving like the way you want it, it to
0: like work. But you know where I got stuck. I, I, you know where I got stuck, uh Samitha, I, I, when I started like last year, when I started uh, looking out for materials, right? I, I wanted <laughs> to start that journey, right? And again, uh, I, I also want to test it out. I have a feeling here. I think it'll make me very happy. Okay. It's just that I want to do it for myself. That's what I want to do with linocut. Okay. Now <laughs> I'll tell you where I got stuck. So I got when i went of course amazon was the first place i looked up at the stationery shops i called in bangalore calcutta even in pune for that matter pune may i remember uh, going to this one uh, stationery store near uh, aund uh, i forgot uh, leaders leaders yes leaders and uh, very, very close to and And they used to have some amazing stationery, which like their collection was really good, which I haven't seen in most other stores across the country, right? And uh, Leaders was good. I, I called a lot of people, but mostly people did not have LinoCut material. So then I went to Amazon. Now, Amazon, <clears> pay, I have, of course found SD was the first thing I found. So <clears> Amazon, pay, I found two things. One is the tool. Right. And, mm. you know, cut things. So I was like, okay, I added them to my cart. Did not buy it. Mm. Next, I was like, okay, third thing which I'll need is ink. And that is where I got stuck. So I still haven't been able to figure out because there, there, there seems to be so many different kinds of inks. Ek toh, they are not available all the time. There are a few websites yeah. which kind of store them. So, and I don't figure, understand ki which ink to use and... Then, then I somebody, I read somewhere that the paper also makes a huge difference, the kind of paper you're yeah, using. I'm like, Jatari, I, I thought, ke, okay, I'll just take <laughs> a normal watercolor paper and I'll do something. And then I said, okay, that is also, so I am now stuck at the ink and paper level. So if you can just help okay. me. With, okay, let me, let me tell you, like, when
1: yeah. I started, it was all jugad. Like when I started, it was all jugad. So what I did, I bought this Lino cut sheet, not mm. Lino cut. It's a linoleum sheet. Linoleum. I bought this yeah. linoleum sheet, mm. grey one, which is like, which is a traditional one mm. and used like white. Mm. And I bought this. Uh, so I had option of buying SD tools and speedball tools. So mm. speedball and SD, I was not sure, but the artists I was following, they were all using speedball. So I thought, okay, let me try speedball. And I bought speedball tools. And then when I received, then I realized these tools are like not what I actually saw. What do you and mean? then I called the vendor that you have given me something else. So he said, Yes, these are you know, zip tools. So for beginners, they have different blades, which instead of pushing away, it's pulling towards you. Oh. And that is how I cut my thumb. Because I saw other artists doing something else. Then are I told him, away, yeah. I so, so, so there are different tools. So yeah. those, you know, zips are for small kids, like younger generation or beginner people Level, like, right. where you don't have to like cut into your hand.
2: <laughs> but still,
1: I, I managed to cut my hand. So I, I called and that time Amazon was not so much like active. Oh, so oh. I just like put a bad review that this is not what I actually, I was expecting. And then suddenly, after a few days, I got a call from this vendor who Mm -hmm. sent me those tools. And he explained me that these are not the regular tools. These are zip tools, which which are for beginners. So he's like, um, the one you ordered was not available. So we sent this. So I said, no, no, I want my, the Mm -hmm. one I ordered. So, he said, okay, you remove the bad re- review. I'll exchange the tools for you. Huh. And then he, I sent it back and he sent me the new tools. Huh. And then I, I told him, okay, I, I have removed the bad review. Huh. And I gave a good review because it worked. Course, and okay. then since then, I the, the, the vendor told me that he's the India car main vendor for Speedball. Okay. Okay. And... Then he was my secondary source of knowledge.
2: Oh. What I should
1: use. So he said, okay, we do. So he had a look at my Insta profile, what I am doing. And then he said, okay, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give you one option where I'll give you sample inks.
0: That is so Okay, cool. and you do
1: a demo for us. Like whenever you have time. So I said, okay, I don't know how to use this inks.
2: Huh.
1: I... I so, when I started uh, looking at others' work that they are using brayer and... Yeah, in, yeah,
2: yeah, correct, correct.
1: I, I, I asked one of my uh, printer, like local printer, who does offset and screen printing. So, mm-hmm. he said we... So, somewhere I read that you can use screen printing ink for Lino printing. Okay. Okay, with different... Uh, so, so those are very thick. So, you need to use solvent to make it like... Uh, easily right consistency yeah, print.
2: yeah so yeah.
1: i asked yeah. him so he gave me one dabba of uh. black ink and one bottle of solvent uh. thinner or something so he he explained me like very simply that take a metal sheet and do this and do that and take a print so okay first day i tried it and then i started feeling very dizzy so okay. I asked, I called him, are, Babare, kya I'm to like feeling very dizzy. He's like, you are not supposed to use it like that. You need to use proper gloves and then mask and this. Oh, and then okay. said, when are you going to tell me all this? You can't use it in like uh, home.
2: Closed spaces home or fumes. Studio, like. uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. It has fumes. You can't use it in closed room. So I just like told him, I'm not going to use this. I'm just going to like throw it away or you take it back like... Okay because you can use it like, for your other pretty uh, things. So I just gave it back to him. And then this vendor happened like he called and then his name is Ravi Engineering Press. Mm. And he is a really nice guy. He guided me like through like few things. And then he said, okay, there is a website, speedball website where you can go and read about all these inks mm. and tools and all the material available.
2: Oh.
1: And he's like, we, we don't have everything. But we do have like basic few inks. So, Akua is one of the uh, water-soluble inks. Okay. Uh, they're a bit costly like compared to other inks. If you look at Amazon, Speedball and Akua uh, are available in India. But mm-hmm. they are a bit costly. Like 2 ounces, like 1000, 1500 or more than that. Like depending right. on vendor.
2: Right. And they're
1: not available anywhere else. Like only one like amazon in is the only one thing where you can buy it like shops i'm not sure whether they have it in shop right so uh he sent me like small four color samples and then he said okay you need to use it like this 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 he gave me a very brief thing and he said this is website and website pe everything is explained Ki oh. kaise use karna hai, kaise uh, wash karna hai, kitna consistency hona There are so many things available, and those were tutorials. So I just went through that and then I tried it. Hmm. And it made my life so easy. You can ah. just like easily wash them with water or soap water. The,
0: the, and that's the it. So, so you're talking the about the Lino sheet, the print, ah.
1: Yeah, the Lino sheet. So, so when you apply ink on the sheet you need to clean that. Sheet later. After taking printouts, you can't just keep the ink to dry on those sheets. It will clog your the
0: the, plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The design. So
1: that is how I learned about inks, and then I started following all these brands, and they put lots of tutorials. Mm-hmm. on YouTube, on Instagram, like SD has their own page, Akua has their own page, Speedball has their own page, and they have demo artists explaining things.
2: Lovely. Like
1: how to use different, uh, they have like, uh, apart from ink, there are so many things that you can use in com- combination to achieve different effects.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's, it's a huge, like world to explore. So okay. that is one thing. Let me tell you, uh, when I started, so I I uh, I used this print uh, screen printing ink which didn't work out. And before this, Rabi engineering and this there is something else happened. I saw some artists like outside artists they use this ink pads. So they used oh. to use archival ink pads which were not then available in India. So oh. what I did, I just like went There's to stationery shop. Uh, normal stamp pad and I started using that for my printing so if you look uh, at my first few prints they're uh, all boiled because uh, I had only that basic stamp pad at home so I started using that, and that gave me a lot of like confidence to start like I don't have to depend on ink ink it doesn't matter like if you have ink and roller and blah 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 so, so, so when I
2: you take like, your brayer,
0: you would take your brayer, put no, it on the. No, No,
1: no, you don't need brayer. Then so how would you apply starting it? Starting I used to make small stamps. Okay, okay. And okay, you okay, get okay. big ink pads.
2: Right. Okay, right. there are
1: huge ink pads available. They, you no. also get blank ink pads where you can put pigment or ink. Oh, so, understand. that I realized later. That is yeah. for like all the government offices, no? So, uh-huh. they purchase this blank ink pad, they put their ink.
0: And
1: then do the printing color.
0: Ah. See, this is yeah. so much like my, as I was telling at the beginning, this is so much like my school days. I used to take my eraser, the large eraser. And I used to take my compass and like, in Hindi, you call it Kudair khuder <laughs> yeah. and ke, use a stamp pad. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. So, so we don't just
1: like, so my first agenda, not agenda. What I started doing is like, look for alternatives. Hmm. Jo available I started looking for alternatives. So, inka uh, alternative ink pad. Ah. the office use right, right, permanent right. ink If you use that that is permanent. Ah, 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 ah. Paper fail, it doesn't leak fade. Yeah. Like fail. Ha, yeah. official use So uh, I started using that. Then I maine dekha na artists print Oh, they call it brayer. Right, That's yeah. oh, Wow, the, दे, villain. दे yeah, दे the villain. So, I just like And I tried. And it worked really nice. Like, it
2: really well.
1: And then I started using that. And when I put my video People from abroad started asking me, a it looks so cool. It's so easy. But like it's very easy to like handle. Right. It's lightweight right. and it works really well. And then I was like, okay, and then I told them this is <laughs> and then I'll tell you heights. Mm-hmm. Uh because I couldn't afford, like, it's not like I can't afford afford, but um, Mentally, I couldn't afford this, all this printing press. I know
0: okay. so, oh, what you mean by so, mentally I could not afford. I don't oh, know, huh. understand that, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, like, yeah, with my family background, yes, I could afford. Huh. But huh. I don't want to do that because I'm, I haven't reached that level yet where I'll go and buy expensive stuff just to, like, do my hobby kind of thing. So what I did, uh, we had, like... Um, carpenter working on some cupboard so i asked him babare i saw this one artist doing using this tortilla press kind of thing
2: hmm.
1: to print uh, online so i showed him Baba babare aisa kuch ban hai, right. so, he said ha ha bana denge na aap mujhe drawing or uh, dimensions de do so this ye to aadat mujhe because of architecture oh, background oh, nice. product design ka aise bhut i thought okay i'll do that and i keep doing something like that So fir maine kiya ki mera jo requirement tha uske uh, drawing banake usko de diya it's like fir distance kitna rakhna then i did the calculation Now i'll not reveal that because That's that okay. is the main key thing okay. in okay. that yeah, yeah. No, no i'm not, like, telling and I told him, okay, bana so, humne ke, dono ne ke bana liya. And then, when I started printing people started asking me, Very
2: oh,
1: oh. tell them, okay, I made this press. And people bought design from me.
0: Oh, shit. Like, abroad,
1: people bought so, it? so many Tell people. Me patented huh?
0: it. Tell me you patented the design. It's
1: a very simple design. See, basically there is nothing in the design. It, it's there. Like if you look at the chapati maker, technique is same.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. just
1: the yeah. distance between two
2: that flaps. Is like, yeah,
1: that is yeah. the main thing. So, like instead of like patenting and keeping everything to myself. Huh. Then same thing happens, no?
2: Exactly. The, the community... You is sharing to like how yes. to do it. Yes. Yes. So is it okay yes.
1: to uh, some generous people from abroad, they said, why don't you like share plans with us and we will pay, like we will buy those blueprints from you he said, okay, I have no issues. So, iPad here is my drawing. Ka hi hai, man, like, perspective right. drawing, bol do, isometrics, both isometric
0: And right So, and I made a hai, kyi kyi n-
1: to, I say, must exploded view, ke, I made a booklet, and I kept it for sale. And some people bought it. Like, they actually bought it. And one of it that gave me, like, so much, so much, so much happiness that someone is, like, actually using
0: it. I'm so inspired
1: so by So, I I made a smaller version of it. Jab uh-huh. next time carpenter came, I version it, version I and it. And se models hai abhi bhi mere, sell available like purchase ke liye available. So, I just, like, it it, it India, mein, I can yeah. like and, and you have a
0: farm so storage is no no problem for you at all
1: it's not like that but um, i didn't do a mass production i just uh-huh. made four out of which one is for myself uh-huh. and three are available for purchase so
0: such an inspiration you are such an, an, you, are such an inspir- you are such a one jugadu person that i really <laughs> like yeah. And you're such an inspiration because of that. Really, see, because I have been waiting for the last, like, entire lockdown. I was like, where do I find? Where do I buy? Where do I buy? I even thought, like, will the stamp pad work? But then I was like, oh, no, people are not using stamp pads. So I'm sure it doesn't work. And I never tried it out. It's so good, yeah. So good. Really yeah. good. So, so, see, like, if you want to
1: learn, like there are always reasons not to do it. mm hmm. And I kept like myself away from all these things, saying that ye main afford, like, mentally I can't afford yeah. this, so I'll not do this. Yeah. But then that time came where I, I thought, you You need to start somewhere. Okay. And if you alternative nahi have an alternative, you will milne wala tumhe iska poots. Beautiful. And then when I actually like use that press and print, it gives me like so much, so much. I can't say pleasure or happiness. It's something else
2: beyond that. that you
1: feel. It's beyond so that.
0: Good. So good, so good. This is this is this has been absolutely amazing and inspiring for me. The story so far, like so good and i am finding it even more insp- inspiring because just like i said i have been also meaning to step into this world and and to uh, and to hear your story it, it's phenomenal it's amazing it's amazing okay, tell me this uh what about the uh, what was your journey with so i i got to know about your journey with the tools with the linoleum sheet the, the ink and the press as well i was not expecting press but press also came uh, what about the paper? How has been your uh, uh, experience or your journey with finding the right paper? If there is a right paper.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm still exploring. So what happened? I was always using the normal bond paper, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: printing paper,
2: mm-hmm. the,
1: the info sheets. Yeah. So I was using that because that works well with the impact. Huh, it gives right. you nice impression. And right. then I started... so. Being an illustrator, illustrator, I have like cartridge and different type of papers with
2: me. Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I keep experimenting with the I kept experimenting printing on those papers. Mm-hmm. But then when I actually started an Etsy shop, I realized that people mention paper ka name, quality, oh. GSM. Yes. And then I started look, looking at like, other artists also they are like mentioning they are using kitakata and then there are like specific papers that come for print making which are like super costly again
2: of course yeah
1: and not easily available so i again called my fine art friends if they can like get me a vendor who can give me like one sheet of like this paper, that paper. Exactly. So they were like, uh, it's very difficult because they don't sell like you say a sheets. It's it's always bought in like bunch of hundreds, two hundreds, and again those are very thick. So you need the printing press for that. Like two fifty GSM, three hundred GSM, you can't print with hand.
2: Right.
1: Uh, I tried printing in my press. But it doesn't work like without, uh with the dry paper. Like if I use uh, moist paper. So there are different techniques for oh. printing as well. So no. one is like you use uh, thin paper and you can just like rub with your hand or like oh. brayer and print will transfer. If it's a thicker paper, you need a press. Oh. And uh, there's another technique which is intaglio technique where which is used for like all those other engraving plates and printing, they wet, moist the paper,
2: mm-hmm.
1: keep it sandwiched between other newspaper or something else. Mm-hmm. And they use that moist paper for printing, which gives you really nice crisp print.
0: Oh, I would, I would think yeah. that if it's moist, hai, toh, probably the ink will kind of spread or smudge. I, I
1: thought of that. No. Though. So, if you are using uh, all these oil-based inks, they uh-huh. don't mud. They get absorbed in the paper. Uh-huh. So, all these professional inks, they have different uh-huh. way of printing it. You can't just like smear the... it on the block and print Achha, it. So,
0: that's why so... people dry it around. Like I have seen a lot of people do hanging uh-huh. this stuff no, to no, dry. So,
1: no, no, Drying mm-hmm. is Drying is oil-based ink that is dry on paper. It takes time it Okay. So, there are inks. One is water-based and one is oil-based. Oil-based hmm. takes like longer time, but they are very crisp and uh, more professional and gives you like very uh, dark and clear prints. So, there are inks for different things. Like different effects. Ke liye. And aqua is the easiest because it works well with dry paper as well as wet paper. So, I have used so it
2: works well. And wona
1: paper may absorb. So mm-hmm. print wo drying time
2: should come. Makes sense. Achha,
0: so haan, correct. Absorb hoga, toh, drying should take less time. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. really good. Achha, tell me. So I, I so, I'm very much interested in from uh, you me, okay? And like Okay, join so, my workshop. Yes, we get to know yes, so many things. <laughs> yes, yes. I am I'm, I'm very interested. I'm honestly saying this, I'm very interested. Uh, so tell me this. Uh, uh, okay last last question on the lino uh, subject okay uh, if mm-hmm. let's say somebody wants to start of course from you i get to learn the techniques and everything so i uh, that that's great because i need to learn mm-hmm. now how much let's say of an investment should a beginner hmm. look at, like I'm, I'm not looking at, let's say a, a press or something, like of course a brayer or even like, as like you said, like what ho jayega. But hmm. from a very basic, like let's say, I, I want to say, ki, okay, uh, Samitha, I want to try. I want to experiment. I hmm. want to see if I enjoy because I feel I will enjoy. Do I really enjoy it or not? Uh, what hmm. is the investment I'm looking at for everything included? So see, uh, when I take
1: workshop, na, I use very basic toolkit mm. for workshop just to like keep it simpler no. and less intimidating mm. and easy to start. So what I generally do is like I suggest people to start with lowest and cheapest material possible, mm. like mm. tools. Mm. So wood carving tools, if you look at those tools, uh, they are available in any stationery shop also like mm. there are those wooden handles and has oh, like three oh. four, five. 6K set. Yes. So you can use that also with linoleum and go for any uh, like this SD linoleum is enough soft. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to like struggle too much to like create marks on it. Mm -hmm. So uh, what I do like for workshop, I just go with three basic things one lino sheet, Mm -hmm. that basic carving tool set, and stamp pad.
2: Okay. And paper.
1: You don't need anything else. Ha
2: ha ha ha.
1: Like if you can uh, work with uh, these basic tools, and if you feel you want to like keep trying, keep uh, practicing, you can practice with with these tools, and they they are actually helpful to like. Like, uh, we don't directly write with pen or fountain pen.
2: Yeah. it's like that
1: you start with a basic tool idea pressure and then you don't have to like invest too much money so ki haan,
0: toh, madhav, you won't feel you won't regret
1: haan, it haan, ki, aray, waste Aur, madhav, in tools na, ya, bhi, decide na, man, like, you want to
2: get back uh, to it
1: huh? hai, to, in tools that's good. that's good you can, you can try them you can still use them and feel less guilty about the investment. So what? So right now, what I'm doing, I'm also like trying to procure few starting kits, like Lino, Lino starting kits.
0: Uh, i I saw that you are also so think, to the uh, participants. You are giving out the kits, right? Yeah.
2: So uh, I thought
1: I'll, I'll procure I'll procure few more, and if people are interested, they can just like instead of buying from different
2: hmm, vendors. Sources, yeah.
1: And if I buy in bulk, I get like thoda sa discount.
2: Make sense.
0: Make if you sense. buy it
1: on Amazon, it's 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 actually thoda costly.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and the workshops so are you doing it? Let's say is it like a group thing? You, so how how are you, uh, um, I won't say managing. How have you planned the workshops? So how many people in a batch? many batches. So uh,
1: previously, na I took few workshops, actual workshops. Mm-hmm. So I actually referred like other artists like obviously from abroad who, who conduct workshops mm-hmm. so I just like took a few tips from them like how, how how like how how much duration it is what basics they teach so uh, I thought uh, let's try this so when I did my first workshop it was four hours but it was not enough like once people start like so what I generally do I, I talk about lino card i give them introduction to all the tools like those i have i i show them like actual tools and there is a range from this to this and you can decide which range and which tools you want to like invest into and then these are the lino sheets i have explored till now and again you can decide which lino sheet you want to like go with if you decide to like go ahead with this technique and then i give them like one lino sheet and tools and they can try their own and then i give a demo where i explain how to hold the blades like mm-hmm. tools how to carve like few tips and tricks mm-hmm. that i have explored on my own i also like before though so i had no um, source of ink so I used to like do everything with ink pad but then I uh, for last few workshops I showed them demo of doing printing also like using brayer and inks
2: Right. because then I had
1: uh, inks with me uh-huh. and then they start like do, working on their own design so I don't give them like any design to replicate I just show them techniques and they have their own ideas like when they decide to come for the workshop they obviously or have few correct. things in their mind correct. and then they sketch and then I give them one-on-one guidance like how to translate uh, what part to remove so I don't tell them like directly I ask them what output you want and then accordingly right. I guide them
2: Makes sense. so
1: for okay. this virtual thing so what happened after, so uh, in 2020 it started, like, with a band. I did one workshop for PDF, Pune Design Festival. Hmm. And then I planned, like, many workshops hmm. uh, in Bangalore, Chennai, like, all metro cities because there were many inquiries.
2: Right.
1: And then luckily, before, like, booking the venue, pandemic started, like, lockdown started. Ah. So <laughs> my money didn't go waste. Right. Because it's, 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 like, too much investment, of like, just to, like, do the workshop also, like, Okay. travel, accommodation, venue and everyone wants their share and mm-hmm. people are still not like able to understand why linocut workshop is this cost because the material itself is like mm-hmm. half of the money. I'm not charging anything for myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It goes like everything into like all the arrangement, the arrangement
2: part. Yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. I did that. So, uh, for a year, like 2020 and like Almost till now, I didn't do anything, but I kept getting like many uh, inquiries. So finally, I decided, okay, let let me just like give it a try. Hmm. So recently, I taught one course um, in design college, like online, which hmm. gave me a lot of like confidence that okay, I can still really? manage to wow. teach online because uh, previously now I did take small courses, but it was very weird to talk to myself.
0: Correct. These students
1: keep everything closed. Like they don't even report. They don't show their face. Like there's nothing from, no, no interaction from other side. So I was like, this is not going to like, uh,
2: Work. This, this
1: will make me like really sad while working. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So after this course, I thought, okay, let me give it a try. And then material, procuring material was another uh, task because all the vendors are like out of stock. So I called one of my vendor. I asked him whether you can like manage some material. So he said, we have like some six, seven sets with us.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And those were like not the cheaper ones, the costlier ones. So I said, okay, so can you give me some discount? He said, I yes, I can, but not much because shipping has like increased uh, shipping charges has increased so much so I can't give you like much discount. So I said okay chalo chodo I mean, like, profit to chodi do, but let's yeah. let's do it. So then I decided okay I'll I'll do uh instead of doing one four hours like continuous four hour session really? I'll divide it into two or three sessions where I can actually like interact with people. Mm-hmm. So that is how I decided on four sessions of two hours. So total eight hours introduction and then demo then they'll work on their own and then what happens once they start working on their own they want to work on second
2: and then Uh, they want
1: to work on third and they want to show it to me like and then while like end of the workshop they feel they feel really bad they don't want to go home they Uh, just want to be there and do something some more uh-huh. So, from my pre- previous workshop, people like mailed me, messaged me like what they created like after going home like with the rest of the
0: Lino sheet. Lino sheet right. So,
1: that, that is why I decided extra session like 2 hours if they want to like do more. So, that is how 4, four sessions, uh, total, total 8 hours. So, I kept only 4 seats per batch because I didn't want to like over... Uh, uh-huh.
0: O- problem overdo problem.
1: it. And also material is not available. So oh, That's a
0: constraint.
2: So the day I
1: posted about workshop, by the end of the day, all, both batches were full. Like nice. all eight kits were grown. So I was like, okay, chalo. When like people are still like interested and so I send them a kit, like material, they received it like already. So let's see, uh, first batch starts 14th, 15th May and then there is next batch next weekend and then uh, I got so many like requests so I said okay I'll do another batch in June Mm -hmm. actually it's two batches which are already full so for now I'm taking all these four batches
0: nice so let's
1: see how how it goes (laughs)
0: very good and you know what the good part is i think the good part is that maybe after the these uh workshops that you're conducting possibly we'll get to see more people getting into leno and like trying to figure out Lino maybe and and because now that they have the guidance that you are sharing which is i think damn good yeah. and this this is really good this is really good like thank you so much for so much of information here yeah. like i I really came to this recording thinking that I want to learn something new. I swear, I learned so many new things. This, is, this has been personally very enriching for me. Thank you, Samida. Samida, I have one question before we finally move to the final closure of, the, of this, this show. Uh, why the name Dhamisa? I get it; it's like a play on the word Samida or the name Samida. Uh-huh. But is there a story behind Dhamisa?
1: Yeah, there is, but it's not like I say. It- glorious story. So when I was in school, so Samit Dha, so Dha pe bohut zyada pressure aata hai. To, uh, few of my uh, friends used to like call me Dha. Huh. So that is where Dha State. came in picture. Like and it stayed like there only. So when I was in IDC and I was looking for like email ID, huh. I couldn't get one with samidha Huh. So, I, I said, okay, let me try Dhamisa. It's, it's Ulta of my name right, in right. Marathi. Right. And it has that uh, rhythm to it. like
0: That is uh, Padhani Dhamisa. Yes, Ta-ni-za. yes.
1: Kind yes, Kind of thing. I said, okay, this sounds really nice. So, let's try. So, that is where my first email ID came into picture. Like, Ji Dhamisa. Hmm. And then my uh, IDC batchmates, like a few friends, they started calling me by that name, g Dhamisa. Hmm. Because they had to remember my email ID to send all the emails. No? Right. So, uh, his one friend, Sally, she still calls me Dhamisa. G Dhamisa. Like from my email ID. Right. And then when I wanted to register my studio, I said, okay, uh, instead of registering it with my name, Samidha, Ginjal, illustration, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Uh, let's keep it something different. And I started my first uh, blog with mischievous food. But uh, I got feedback that it's a bit deceiving,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: meaning wise. So I said, I don't want that name. I used to draw lots of owls. So that was related to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I thought, I don't need So a dhami, it to I registered
0: it as a Studio Dhamisa. That is how Studio Dhamisa came in. Picture. That's a good, see, come on. It's a, it's still a very cool uh, story. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's finally take it to the closure. Uh, I've had a great time so far listening to you. I, I As I told you, I learned a lot. Thank you so much for that. Now, uh, I, I would really like to close uh, with two questions again. One is, of course, uh, is there something that you... I know that you kind of answered this during the conversation but is there something that you dislike about the art world? I remember that you said that you don't like that people are very secretive about things but is there something else beyond that that you you feel that AR should change? This should not be like this?
1: See, I believe that Koi knowledge butness if you share with others it's not going to like be less for you. It's It's always going to grow for you but I find this very Notorious behavior, or like this, this uh, mentality of like few artists, uh, not artists, like other people, not just artists, hmm. general people also. They feel like if secret open, na, just growth hone wala. Like they want to keep everything. If they are learning anything new, they'll keep everything secret. They'll not reveal name of the uh, pencil. They will not the reveal brand. the like brand. As if like wo pen use karne se koi so If someone asks me kaun sa tool, this material is material. Se nahi kuch banne wala. You have to know how to use that. Right. Absolutely. I don't know why people have this about not sharing, like even if they are doing something. So you client ka details to much. Share, ah, no one ah, is going ah, to ask you. But there are things that no one is going to like. Do it. Cut bhi. Agar bhi kitne bhi logon ko sikha not mm-hmm. everyone is going to do the lino cut. That's
2: They'll true. try and
1: then they will decide whether they want to do it
2: or
1: not. Right or not. True. And if they want to do it, what It's their own story. It's, it's not going to affect your group. You have your own path.
2: Makes sense. Makes sense. Everyone has
1: their own path. I don't know why people like become insecure about things Mm -hmm. insecure is the right word word. people are insecure about things sharing knowledge
0: i agree i agree Okay. My last question to you would be something different today. Okay. So generally, I have a pattern of asking a few questions, but I, I, I'd rather ask you something else. Uh, so it's very interesting to know that you know what you you have a background in architecture, then. So first, of course, uh, chalo, Doctor doctor background is there, right? Like, and it's a uh, beginning of the uh, recording, you said like a beautiful thing, which is so true. And I have noticed that as well since childhood, that In a family of doctors, the children also kind of end up becoming doctors some way or the other like all my friends in school, who let's say came from a background where their parents are doctors, they also became doctors where I knew personally, they were interested in something completely (laughs) different. So you have a doctor thing going on, then you come into the uh, the architecture thing, then animation comes in and then so on and so forth. right? So and then you, I, I noticed that in your story you have tried so many things. You like this variety in your uh, expression, right? So w- where is Studio Thamesa going? Where what is the, like uh, the future? What do you want to do with Studio Thamesa? Anything in your mind as
1: such? No,
2: actually I I stop
1: planning things because it gives me lots of anxiety because things never happen the way you have like planned okay. or. Expected. So when I left my full-time job I decided I want to do things that gives me happiness mm. that gives me satisfaction because I have seen my other school friends who are like successful doctors engineers millionaires multimillionaires mm. like they have achieved things in their life mm. but now, for them, it's like they have never lived their
2: life. Oh,
1: I know what you're saying. Yep, like, it's also a hobby,
0: right? Right, it's also something that you love doing.
1: Yeah, so uh, I don't want to like do make it like very monotonous where I feel like kya kar rahi hu? Kar rahi hu? I don't want to like go into that. A right. uh, zone where I have to question why I'm doing what I'm doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I just like don't know. Maybe I'll do fabric printing. I'll do something else. I have no clue. So I don't say that Studio Damisa does only this thing. Mm. If you look at my uh, yes. different yes. Uh, series, it's like adding one more title. Previously, it was just animator, then illustrator, then comic artist, printmaker. <laughs> I also love sculpting. Like I keep trying my hand at clay, do hmm. things. So it's, it's, I don't want to restrict my creative flow or like restrict to a. One medium. Medium only. Yeah, I mean, like, there are disadvantages also. Like, ah. which is, again, a huge thing to discuss. But then you have to decide what you actually want from your life. Okay. So, I decided to, like, have a simple life where I can do things that I really want to do. Which gives me happiness. And I don't have to, like, think that if I haven't done so much and I haven't I can't survive. It's, it's like, I myself... Decided to like have a
0: low key life, and and you know what? In, in fact, I am also I think this this is coming to me with age as I am growing. I'm also <laughs> gravitating towards that same thing. I'm I'm honestly I'm gravitating. Towards, so there was a phase maybe let's say a few years back when it was all about like, hey, I want this like not materialistic only, but also there were like goals I was setting for myself. Like, oh no, I have to do this by the time I'm thirty. And, and as I'm like I'm, I'm super close to thirty. And as I'm going there, I'm like, hey, I don't need, I just like, if I, if I can just, as you said, like, just express myself and I can make things like, like, lay no cut, right? The reason I want to get into that is because I don't want to do it for anybody else. I just want to do it for myself. And that is, I know for a fact that it's going to give me joy because these days they do. So yeah man like yeah that's 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 so cool thank you samita thank you so much for the conversation i i swear this has been a good conversation and uh, of course this was informative yes but uh it felt good to talk to you i have to say this it felt quite good to talk to you and i love the note on which we are ending this podcast so uh thanks a bunch for making out time uh you will find me uh irritating you're not irritating but bugging you again for the workshop because i'm i'm damn interested i would love to and uh sure. yeah like I'm, I'm pretty sure right after this call maybe i will go back to amazon open my wish list and get back to that uh sd ka, uh, materials that i had kept in my wish list long back so probably i'll order let's hope they're in stock though because that's always a problem
2: yeah they are i just think they are
0: <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> Yes, six, you okay. have to know. Um, just just okay. keep a little bit for me also. Okay, I'll I'll order as well. Don't take, don't hold Oh
1: yeah, Like just take that leap of faith and start doing. It. That is right. what I actually started living my life like. Like we keep stopping ourselves, restrict ourselves by doing things that really gives us satisfaction. We just like follow. Like we are trained to do that. Like follow one path and not waste your time doing other things which are not going to like uh, help you in your direct profi- profession Correct. Correct. or towards the goal are. but there are so many things that eventually take you like detour and then take you back to your path yeah. and which is I like agree. more rapid path.
0: i agree i agree you end up you end up kind of getting attracted to that path and maybe you just go and and i know so many people you are so right because i know so many people who are very scared to take that path because, like, yeah, if I go there, what will happen? I know, and it's probably at the end of the day, again, it's a personal choice, but I think I also want to probably take that leap of faith, and, and I think that's that's what it is, man. That's what it is. I
2: was
1: I was literally like for many years doing full-time job. I used to think every day that this is not what what I really want to do. I want to do something else. Hmm. And then I was really afraid to leave my full time job because I I opted for some particular lifestyle for which I had to be into a full time job.
2: Right. Ah, the we lifestyle. To to provide for
0: that lifestyle. Yep. 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 Yeah.
2: So when
1: I moved to my hometown, and I I didn't move directly, Like we just came here for my delivery. And then we realized we are not missing on anything.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Life
1: is very simple and Quite here, and hmm. we still like doing our own thing. I was working, feel I was working, and no one like cared that where I am, whether right. I am in a metro city, in a cafe, or in a farm. And that is where things changed. So many people were like really surprised that I left Mumbai to Pune, and Pune, so I don't even live in a city like a town we live on a farm like which is away from a town. Mm-hmm. So there are no distractions, no coffee shops, no malls, nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like all you get to do is like work mm-hmm. and other other things that, that are still there in life.
0: Even even I have that. Like you know, uh, I I know I just said that I don't have like I'm try- go slowly going to that level where I'm like uh, I don't need much, but there's one thing which I need. I need it uh, like that. I know I'm just like going out sharing, but yeah, I, I I want a small garden. I know you have a huge farm, but I want a tiny garden like where I can just like probably grow some tomatoes. Man, I'll be happy. I'll be very happy with that. You know,
1: where I was in hostel, I had like very tiny garden in my window, like room ka window. Uh-huh. Then when I moved to Lune, I had a house. So balcony mein I had my small garden, which I used to call secret garden. So if you look uh-huh. at my old post, you will find that word secret garden. Okay. So I used to like dreaming about it. So uh-huh. what happened when I moved here, we have a big garden now, <laughs> which is no more a secret. But so it's like uh, they say, you know, uh, think Good things when you're manifesting, when Mm. you're dreaming, think of good things. So if in case that happens, it will give you more joy than the regret. So I never thought that one day I will move to a small town, like not even my wildest dream. Mm. But I always wanted to have like this garden, small studio, a house and things surrounding like simple life. Uh, calm things mm. like lots of calmness it's, it's very it's super calm here like you don't get to hear anything else except birds it. and like animals and then it's like dream coming true just instead of a metro city I'm living in a small town mm. but the things are same like the elements okay. I was dreaming about they're okay. still there
0: and maybe they are larger also. Like the the balcony from yeah, the it. point of the windowsill to the balcony to the, like a damn farm, it's of course it's a different yeah. game altogether. Good. Thank you, Samita. Okay. Thank you so much. This was <laughs> yeah. a good conversation. This was a really good conversation. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, do expect me uh, bugging you for the workshop. I will definitely. Sure, do that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Samita. It was lovely. And thanks
1: for. Thanks for having me. Like, I get to, like, know many things about myself while talking to you. Like, that happens a lot.
0: That's beautiful. (laughs) That's beautiful. Thank you. Alright, so uh, that was Samidha. I really, really, really hope you enjoy the conversation as I did. I'm sure you have, you felt it. I'm pretty sure there's no way you cannot. Uh, yes, I will, of course, add the links to her work on the show notes. So you definitely uh, check them. Definitely go to her work. And yeah, if you're also interested, in Cut, maybe bug her as well for a workshop. That'll be really cool. Anywho, I will see you next week. And uh, yeah, keep making art, man. Cheers.
2: Cheers.